0: I'll back up. And now we're officially, now we're going. I'll move away. Now it's This dangerous. is the one time in like forever that I've, uh, that I've been here like next to the microphone when you hit record and I'm not like yelling from the other side of the room. I know, last
1: week it was funny having that little bit in the beginning where I, you were like, I always want to be ready. Yeah. And finally. And finally. go the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best but have largely dodged public ridicule until now i am mark and i'm here with seth how are you seth i'm doing good busy busy couple days then to, mm-hmm. uh, took this one it's not so busy but not so bad how's your day going eventless it was it's good, it's good. um three-day weekend yeah we're recording uh on september 1st happy september to you happy september we're, we're gonna make it through this shit fall is right around the corner um we uh we saw the passing of Hurricane Edalia, Um and uh, much, uh, much love to all of our friends up north. Hopefully, everybody is okay. I you mean, and I both have friends up there. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, we did uh, we did receive a lot of flooding in Fort Myers Beach. I mean, there are still a lot of places that are are going through a lot of rebuilding. And a lot of uh, structural stuff still going on in Fort Myers Beach and Sanibel and Captiva. I actually went out to Sanibel um, last Sunday mm-hmm. uh, to grab some lunch with some friends. Uh, and... I went to Fort Myers Beach the same day. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so there's still a lot going on, but we did not get hit the way it was looking for a bit like we were going to get hit.
0: there was sand on a boulevard from what I was told from friends, uh, which is Fort Myers Beach. Uh, like after the after the hurricane, previous hurricanes, Charlie. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you have a, a storm that brings up the water. But I don't think that it was anything devastating. I did, however, see some videos, even though they weren't directly hit just to the north of us in a place called Tarpon Springs, a little north of Tampa, Newport-Ritchie area. I have a family friend that lives up there, and uh, apparently, even though they weren't hit, they flooded considerably.
1: Yeah, there was nonstop rain here for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not it, it was not without incidents yeah I mean there was a lot of rain uh, I had some you know not flooding down the street, but my front yard had considerable my backyard very rain. flooded, yeah so
0: uh, but we we got lucky. we got lucky shout out to our friends in Leon County We you have you and I both have them uh up there in near Tallahassee. Uh, they did without power, from what I understand. I don't really know if we know anybody that was in the direct path of the hurricane. It hit, fortunately. I'd please say that with a grain of take that with a grain of salt. Uh, fortunately, a rather unpopulated part of the state, the Big Bend, uh, places like Steinhatchee, Perry, Florida, which are not super populated. However, it did affect um, friends in Tallahassee, which you and I both have uh, no people there. And uh, good luck to them in the coming days. Hopefully you get your power back quickly and God bless all of you.
1: It's a very weird thing because when you're hoping for yourself to not get hit, you're basically hoping for someone else to get hit. And so there's a lot of um, there's a lot of survivors guilt. Definitely. Where you're going, please go north. But you know what that means is that you're asking for someone else to go without power and for someone else's house to get damaged. I think there were a couple people down here that were posting memes that were like, Tampa, don't take this wrong way, but you need to take a hit on the chin for the, for us for this one uh, since we are still kind of going through. But I mean, I guess those are hurricane things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you're doing well. Um, we are uh, moving on. We Episode are 141. What? Isn't this 141? Oh, I thought you said exit 141. Episode uh, yeah, that could be very. That could you very got well be right. Something covering your ears, you might not hear me. One forty one. sounds right. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to talk a little bit about uh, episode sixty, yeah. the last time we saw this band, um, we were doing a little song called "Who Made Who," <laughs> "Who Made You," uh, from the soundtrack uh, for the Stephen uh, King. King. Um, did you say Stephen Candy? I was about to say Tyler. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the Stephen but King I novel say Stephen King. Yeah. Maximum Overdrive. Um, Ma- maximum. Uh it, now we are talking about another ACD song that I think is a little bit more ACD song? A little more ACD <laughs> song uh, than uh than Who Made Who. We're gonna be talking today about Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. Hmm. A song that was mentioned to be me my friend Tori, who said, you know, did the old I was listening to a song. Looked up the lyrics. Holy shit. And who knows who would listen to these lyrics at some point and said, holy shit, I know what this is about. Uh, there is a bunch of weird stuff. This is still not peak ACDC. I feel like we're kind of slowly stepping up because I think ACDC and their true power, hmm. um, they are talking a lot more about sexual double entendres and stuff. I think when we get to peak AC/DC, we're getting up there with ZZ Top. And Kiss, where they're just very horny and talking about horniness all the time. Though there is definitely some horny stuff in this song. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Actually, yeah. I thought there was quite a bit of it. when I I was surprised by the
0: lyrics for the amount that there was in it.
1: Yeah. yeah. But we're overall kind of talking about something else altogether. Mm. Um, I have a feeling you're going to spring something weird on me on this one.
0: Uh, like I in don't think so. Ones, I like, like something that I really didn't know about the song is going to come out.
1: Yeah, uh maybe. I, I you know, we'll find out. I haven't done a, per usual. I haven't done a whole lot of homework, so maybe I'll be surprising myself. Uh this was released as a single in Australia first in 1976. Um and then it was released in uh, UK in 1977 uh, as a maxi single with big balls. Oh yeah. Great <laughs> that's song. That's ACDC. That's ACDC. yeah. And the Jack uh another yeah, it's another j- <laughs> one. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, so these, uh, this song was released on uh, the album Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Sheep, released Fine. in 1976 with Bon Scott, the last album recorded with Bon Scott, I do declare. I don't think so. No? I
0: think that's right. Maybe I'm wrong. uh, You had your early one, uh, your first one, and then you had Jailbreak, I think came out in 74, then High Voltage in 75, this one, and then, uh, oh man, I, 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 I don't have the list in front of me. Well,
1: this album was released in 1981. Oh, in the United you... States okay yeah which is a little wild to me right uh, but that was more than a year after the lead singer Bon Scott's death mm-hmm. uh, so you know there was uh there was a, a bit of time between 1976 when it was uh, released in Australia I just I, I I think and
0: I'm looking it up now that there was uh, actually, another one released between those two. Okay. Yeah. Well, when you look up that I'll, I'll, I'll up, tell you, you know. a couple
1: of other uh, stats yeah, about this. Give me this. some tidbits. The song was ranked number 24 on VH1's 40 greatest metal songs, which VH1 having a greatest metal songs list sounds to me like, um, I don't know, like Kerrang! having a top 40 <laughs> Uh, the 40 best yacht rock songs. I, just... I
0: so avoid lists by major publications. As, just as whenever anybody says best front man or best whatever from rolling stone or anything like that i just have to completely not pay attention because if i do i'm gonna get a little bit emotional about it a little bit upset and going how can you possibly say that so and so is better than so and so well i mean just, there's the list aspect it's of meant it, for that
1: but i mean also vh1 talking about metal just oh. doesn't compute to me i mean right i'm not going to be if if you know i'll go to vh1 to find out like the best like easy pop ballad you right. know it, i something where more than words would end up being on the list <laughs> i want to go to vh14 yeah but their idea of metal i don't think really jibes with my idea of metal right or what most people who are listening to metal so the fact that this is number 24 on the on the metal list i also i don't know there's a there's a gray area between hard rock and metal i wouldn't call this metal hold on that was actually something I was going to bring up to you. I was oh, going to okay. say the
0: words, Mark. What kind of music, you know, we don't like labels, but they exist. What kind of music would you call ACDC? Yeah, I would call I would consider them hard rock. Uh, agreed. That's a great way of putting it. I love that they have repeatedly in interviews said we are a rock and roll band. Yeah, I, that I is, think that's fair. That's that's great. That's, I, would I love say that. I would, the finest form of American music made. I would consider the Australian.
1: stroke rock. Right. I would consider this hard rock. Right. And then I would consider early Metallica metal. Yes. Slayer metal. Yeah. I would consider that stuff metal. I mean, then you can get into Have differentiating heard, like, heard what's first what. First First album, Iron Maiden.
0: Iron yeah. Maiden, Iron Maiden. Yeah. It almost, like, borders hard rock. Mm-hmm. It almost does. But then, you know, they just take it after that, you know, after the first record, and you get into Killers and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, all of a sudden, it turns into heavy metal. But it's really great to watch that evolution. You know, you see bands like Buddy, Budgie, and Diamond Head, which skirt the line of metal, but are actually hard rock bands, you know? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, you I love have... that when you, when you, you know, blur the lines. You have a shit. lot of
1: that proto stuff, because you don't jump from you know, Rite of Spring, the piece of, of music that is known for having a lot of discordance where it drove, you know, allegedly drove people crazy. Have you ever heard Riots story? Riots in Paris, 1904 19- yeah. or 14 or something like that? Uh, yeah. You don't jump from that to, uh, you know, Raining Blood. No. <laughs> there's There's steps. You right. know, there was the first couple that slept in the same bed. That did not jump to... Seeing uh that one actor's ass on NYPD Blue, you know, I mean, there's there's what going to be gradual name, Dennis steps. Franz? Dennis yeah. Franz, Ooh, very man. good poll, yeah. good poll. This is not a trivia podcast, but great poll, great yeah, stuff. Could be um, <laughs> good, um, but yeah, you have, you know, I would consider some Black Sabbath metal. But I mean the, that rock. metal, yeah, yeah that yeah. that version of metal back then is very different than the metal we know now. When you right. listen to Meshuggah, or you oh. listen to Mastodon, mm-hmm. or you listen to good you stuff, know, yeah, heavy heavy stuff. Yeah. Uh, but in any event, I would I would consider I mean even the stuff that ACDC does now or later on when metal was heavier like Thunderstruck, the, yeah, I would not evolved. consider metal. I would say it is it is hard rock. It is very hard rock. They, and, it's, and it's fine. It's fine. They do good.
0: skirt the line with metal, though. There's no doubt about that. Yes. I yeah. don't know if we ever
1: if we ever made the, the joke, uh, the, the big joke with ACDC and musical groups is five great guys, three great chords. They are known for just kind of playing the same thing over and over again in large part. And just, you know, then just writing a song called, like, Your Tits. And then it's a song <laughs> that's actually about birds. But the whole time, he's he's making what is clearly, like, a loser
0: big that's right you no know,
1: you, we could easily write a double entendre e c d c album in about 15 20 oh, minutes there's a bunch of them actually oh you know i know I mean? it there's, trust me
0: and you asked if this was uh if this was you know the last one no mark it was not after this you had powerage in 79 highway to hell In i mean Sev- powerage in 70 i'm sorry Dirty Teeds seventy six. Let there be rock seventy seven. Powerage seventy eight, and Highway to Hell, the final Bond Scott record, in seventy nine. And, and then, then, then
1: this is released <laughs> after the they fact, go yeah. back and they release this in the United States in eighty one. So quite a strange uh, kind of strange of strange
0: buildup. Very productive. I mean, there's an album every year, and sometimes twice in a year in the first five years of the band, and it doesn't. They don't even list. On on the discography on uh, Wikipedia, "Jailbreak," which was the first thing they ever did in
1: 1974, a fucking fantastic record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the the uh, article on Wikipedia does tell you that the song is written in E minor. Oh, thank just you. in case you were wondering. <laughs> um, there is uh, some other interesting stuff in here that we will talk about. Uh, specifically about where well I guess we can talk a little bit about where the phrase dirty deeds done dirt cheap came from mm-hmm. it's an homage to a cartoon tune called Beanie and Cecil uh, which Angus Young watched when he was a child one of the cartoons characters was named dishonest John who carried a business <laughs> card that read dirty deeds done dirt cheap holidays Sundays and special rates uh, Angus Young is apparently the one that came up with the song title. Uh, that's what Malcolm Young told Mark Blake. It was based on a cartoon character that had the phrase as his calling card. So pretty, uh, pretty <laughs> just right out there. You have to know that Bond came up with the lyrics, though. Oh, if yeah. you know anything about
0: this band? You will know that Bond Scott much different than I think most people in the public consciousness are aware of everything. You know, Um she was a fast machine. She kept a motor clean. She, You know, back in black. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, shook me all night long. And that's what most people know uh, and think of when they think ACDC. Two entirely, even though their, their voices were a little bit the same, I will admit that, but entirely different personalities, in my opinion, um, Bon Scott... Just an absolute fucking wild man. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's no getting around that. He is the he is David Lee Roth before David Lee Roth ever thought of getting in the business hmm. um, Partied to the extreme to the extreme. Well,
1: that's interesting. I mean, I consider Diamond Dave and Bon Scott to be pretty different in a lot of respects. Mm-hmm. I mean, David Lee Roth is known for jumping around and Bon Scott thinking wild front man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was just kind of like screaming his head off. Yeah, um, yes. Which, you know, uh, Brian Johnson does also, Yeah. to the point where he couldn't sing anymore for a while. Axl Rose had to step in for him for a tour. That's right. Uh, because he blew out his vocal cords, because he's just going, yeah, nonstop. <laughs> and, uh, you know, guess what? Surprise, surprise. That's not too great for you, doing that for about an hour, no, like, no, hour no, and a half. No, no, your
0: noids will just get fried, and I'm not talking about the pizza guy. Yeah. Um, Mark. Yeah, you uh, you have to give credit to this band. Just just on on a side note, they stuck with their second guy. Yeah, Van Halen couldn't. No, Journey couldn't. Mm -mm. But these guys, they've kept their
1: second guy for oh damn near forty years, man. Well, Journey is an interesting example. Now I don't. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know a whole bunch. If you've never heard the story. So Journey's original singer, Steve Perry, uh, Steve Perry, a combination of Stephen uh, Tyler and Joe Perry, um, (laughs) Stephen Perry had to leave the band because of something vocally as well. And while he was gone, they happened upon a Journey cover band and the singer, they were like, wow, he sings just like Steve Perry. They get him out of the band, and they have him join Journey. What a dream, well, right?
0: This goes deeper than you think,
1: actually. Okay. This goes
0: deeper than you think.
1: For a time,
0: they got a guy that was from Fort Myers that used to sing Journey at karaoke named Jacob Hunsaker. This is real. Look it up. Okay. And they ca- they had him in the band for, like, a tour, and he went out. And then there was supposedly another guy. And then they found a a, a Filipino guy. That's this guy. Yeah, that was living on the streets. He was quite literally, had no home, and they heard him singing in a cover band, and they said, he'll be our guy. And he joined the band, and I'll be damned if he didn't sound just like fucking Steve Perry. Yeah. But um, he was with them for a while,
1: recorded with them. However, from what I understand, they've gone back to Perry. Well, so I know for a while, Steve Perry was like, all right guys all set ready to come back right and they said "Eh, eh." yeah no um we also do have a very famous billboard here for a i believe it's a spinal surgery place and it has a quote from him and it attributes the quote to journey drummer journey (laughs) they don't even use his name oh my god Uh, and every time i see it i laugh because at this point journey's had i think i'm sure 20 drummers and Fifty-two guitarists and eighteen bases, <laughs> um, or maybe yeah, just lot, the same I think basis. It's
0: just Neil Sean is it, you know? I yeah, mean, he yeah. might very well be. Yeah. So, uh,
1: you know, I know that they've had, and I think they've been having some falling outs. Some of these uh, old bands, it's hard for me oh, to God. keep up.
0: A band like Journey, you know, is going to have constant personnel issues oh, yeah. throughout the, you know, throughout everything. But back to, um, to, to Dirty Deeds, Bon Scott. The, I mean, in my opinion, the, the, maybe the the prototypical hard rock front man before just about anybody else. And I mean, Australia in um, the boot. Yeah. Exactly. Australia in the fucking boot. <laughs> they seem to have a, they seem to have a monopoly on, on crazy partiers. Well, they just, that, I mean that, yeah, that I they mean just like cutting edge partiers. Yeah. They're
1: know? fucking, they go in hard, man. They, they, they really, really know what's going on. Them and the Irish really know how to fucking oh, really know how to drink. I, I, on the way over here, I was thinking to myself like thin Lizzie, yeah, very close. There you go. Very, very close. Got their own there sound. Go. Got their own thing. Hard rock. You know. So let's talk a little bit about these lyrics here, and <laughs> as we get into it, we'll start talking a little bit because uh, again, I, I just don't know how much people have realized and paid attention to some of these lyrics. So we get the little beginning with the, with that guitar and the and the you know the usual drum beat and the ah ah those those breaths. Uh, very very the heavy Australian breathing <laughs> the breathing down under <laughs> yes absolutely breathe their breathe. their breathes go the opposite way down the drain if you're having trouble with the high school head he's giving you the blues you want to graduate but not in his bed here's what you gotta do pick up the phone I'm always home Call me anytime. Just ring 362436A. I lead a life of crime. So
0: I don't know about you, Mark, but I interpreted that first line as in you're having trouble with the high school head is like the the big man on campus. Oh, is I, that I the took it as headmaster. At? Did you okay yeah. I didn't even think that until I started reading about the song and found out that it's the headmaster. At first, I thought it was like you know the big man on campus, and you know you're his little you know toy, gotcha. you know, and that w- that was kind of you know you're you're the mark, you're his. Please excuse the term, but you're the one that you know that he that he that he cuts into. <laughs> you're his, his whipping boy, so to speak, or his whipping girl. Um, that's the way I took it, and and then I, I found out that it's headmaster, which really put, puts it in a whole different light. Um, you know, it, 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 it infers, and what I mean by that is uh, the headmaster is giving you the blues, you want to graduate but not in his bed. This insinuates that whoever Von Va- is singing about is probably just as dirty as he is, meaning she will use her body in order to graduate.
1: mm mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean... I mean, we're dealing with a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> on both sides. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean... And I, this is where, I guess, the you know, the deeds that are going to be done have to be dirty Mm -hmm. because we're dealing with some dirty people. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first person that we're talking about dealing with is you're going to school, he's giving you... (laughs) I do think it's a little bit strange that... um, it is referred to as giving you the blues because they're trying to sleep with you to let you graduate school. Who, but who knows that that's the case? Oh well, I mean, he you says you want to graduate, but not in his bed. Yeah, I think you know it's it's saying like you know he's saying you sleep with me, I'll pass you. You think that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it
0: also could be that the that the girl is going to is real is realizing that she's or done. Or boy, she, or boy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Has done shitty and has not done their work. Has not got, brought themselves up to the merits of graduating, and now they're going to use their own charms in order to get past or put one over on the high school headmaster.
1: Oh, uh, that well, could be the case. I guess it could be. It could be. I think I see where you're unlikely. coming from. I th- I think what we're dealing with here with is is the 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 headmaster's giving you the blues, and and to me the 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 thing here is he's whether be, because you're doing poorly or you're doing well, but right. they're just kind of doing a quid pro quo thing where it's like, if you sleep with me, then we'll make this happen, and you're and you're
0: pissed off about it. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we look back in 1970s newspapers in Australia and saw the great headmaster sex scandal thing that was going on across Lord knows, knows it's happened. Yeah.
1: And of course, we have to mention, let's just get horny with it right off, because even though this <laughs> really... <laughs> nothing nothing at all to do with being horny other than you know other than giving the the headmaster a shitty time for being horny and and doing this awful thing his phone number is 362436 which is highly considered to be like the ideal measurements for a woman um so how funny is it that he's like him a serial killer basically to be like can I get my number to be 62436? So I was like, I guess. Well,
0: I'm sorry, that's already been taken by Sir Mix-a-Lot.
1: <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah, like but, He's got a 1-800-Mix-a-Lot. That's his phone That's number. true, you're right, you're right. But, but, uh, but I just think it's so funny that for, for someone who is talking about thoughts. killing people, they're like, I just want to have a horny phone number. This even goes deeper, Mark. They,
0: The band was uh brought to court in nineteen eighty one by a yes. couple in Illinois yes. that started getting prank phone calls because their phone number was three six two four three six and because he goes, Hey that people thought that it meant eight. <laughs> oh yeah. So <laughs> I didn't catch the they <laughs> were dialing three six two four three six eight and people were picking up the phone and going, I lead a life of crime you know so <laughs>
1: that would be so funny for a little bit so they were sued and then and and apparently the couple won Uh, i mean that's what you know if you believe everything you read and i do no 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 i mean i I believe that they did it but i mean this is uh, i i don't want to get into it too much but this you know i definitely believe in being able to sue people who have wronged you okay absolutely yeah I think that having a court system is very important. But frivolous litigation I think that frivolous litigation like mine, has become yeah. such a fucking problem because now it's like someone is going to burn up in their car alive. Go get them. And it's like, nope, sorry, because if I pull them out and their back is broken, I can get sued by them. You're exactly you know, right. And it's like it's made people so skeptical and so scared to help each other because, you know, a greasy fucking lawyer will just be like, well, you know, if you don't want to pay for those bills, you can sue so-and-so. What you can do is and find it can, the guy that helped you yeah, and um, really put one over on him. Oh, also, it's a
0: kind of weird. I guess uh, in Australia, they only have six-digit phone numbers. Oh, 362? so this is
1: this could very well be an Australian phone. Maybe 36 is like our 555. Maybe, maybe. Or maybe they just didn't give a shit because or they're maybe ACDC. He, maybe his phone number was 362436. God, I want that. that to be God, the that'd case. Be amazing. Yeah. Um, I lead a life of crime. He's just going to tell you straight up. And then this a lot is of what I do. And then we get the chorus. Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Dirty deeds done dirt cheap dirty Dirty deeds and they're done dirt cheap dirty deeds and
0: they're done dirt cheap now (coughs) excuse me genius says that this phrase is taken from an american cartoon beanie and cecil in the song's case, the dirty deeds mostly consist of murder. Now, would you say that the end result of that first chorus was murder?
1: Well, we'll get there. <laughs> I don't know. I was holding off on that. Yeah, uh, but I understand. We'll, yeah, okay. But we but we will get there. Yeah. Let's uh let's get to the second verse here. You got problems in your life of love? You got a broken heart? He's double dealing with your best friend. That's when the teardrops start, fella. Pick up the phone. I'm here alone. Or make a social call. Come right in. Forget about him. We'll have ourselves a ball. <clears throat> slowly getting hornier. Yeah, well,
0: slowly. Actually, slowly
1: getting he runs hornier. into
0: a horny wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boner first. <laughs> My dick broke. Why? ACDC did it. <laughs> bon Scott was the problem. You got problems in your love life. You got a broken heart. He's doubling, double
1: dealing with your best friend. Now, I think it's interesting. this says that's when the teardrops start fella. fella exactly. So he's talking to what we'd perceive to be a lady, but maybe not. Maybe he's talking. Maybe this is one of the first songs to openly talk about a gay relationship. It's It's quite common in the United States to call somebody
0: dude, even if it's a girl. Maybe that's fella is dude in Australia, you know. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of weird. I, actually, I take that back. When you I was should. in yeah, Ireland, wrong. <laughs> when I was in Ireland, I heard every whenever they referred to, oh, "Is that your fella?"
1: You know, if fella mm-hmm. was always. A oh guy. yeah, I yeah, mean yeah, fellows, ladies and fellows. So,
0: yeah, it's fella. I don't know.
1: Um, but yeah. So I mean, basically, now we're talking about uh, a a per, a guy probably a person mm-hmm. who is. Double dealing. Double dealing with someone's best friend, and this person, male or female, is coming to the the dirty deedsman and saying, "Hey, uh, the teardrops are starting." And he says, "Pick up the phone. I'm I'm here alone." Is kind of suspect. <laughs> well, it's it's a little sad. It's a little dark. It's a little, a little sad, like yeah. I got. Look, I got nothing going on. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm just. Don't really have any friends. Really mean, alone guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, maybe you'd be less alone if you weren't doing all these uh, dirty deeds. And then, and then he says, "We'll have ourselves a ball," as if to like maybe try and coax them into like (laughs) killing this person. Maybe I don't know, man.
0: It's it's really strange. All I know is that Josie's on a vacation far away, (laughs) and and uh, and well, and now this, now this, we've we've come to. I think see in both in both verse 1 and verse 2 I think that it it might not be it, it might be sexual leverage I mean there it's it's mentioned in both mm-hmm. you know what I mean and you you can't immediately come to the conclusion or definitively come to the conclusion that he's killing the headmaster in the first verse hell maybe he's fucking him blind we don't know Making him change his mind that way. Uh, But this one is even, well, it's less because we'll have ourselves a ball. That implies that you're coming over to get back at said boyfriend by, you know, doing something with the Randy Bond. Well, I mean,
1: (laughs) I mean, do do you see that? We'll have ourselves a ball doesn't really tell you what they mean. Now, with the rest of the the song that, you know, maybe we can kind of get an idea. Um, But, you know, to be honest with you, we'll have ourselves a ball kind of sounds like come on over and we'll party and we'll forget all about it. Like, you know, you're going through a breakup. Come on over and and we'll have fun. Now, if we're talking about if we're getting horny, which let's let's presume that we're getting horny because it's ACDC. It's Bond Sky is horny. Right then we can we can assume that it's a it's a woman who's talking about her man that is double cheating on her with her best friend. Right. Why he says fella, I have no fucking clue. He's uh-uh. just probably an idiot. Yeah. Um but then he's saying like, well, forget about him, come on over, you and I'll fuck around and I'll make you forget all about him. That's what we have to draw conclusions on. Is that a dirty deed?
0: Kind of.
1: I mean, I mean it's it's still she cheating is, she is cheating on her boyfriend who is cheating on her it's 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 it's
0: two wrongs yeah there's, there's no doubt wrongs. about that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. there's it's no, two right. wrongs trying to make a you know
1: come to a it's cutting back it's it's but I'll also just go ahead and state that it does not really fit with the dirty deeds it doesn't the the the, the dirty deeds theme the the overarching is this such a terrible terrible the thing the theme to of do? the deeds yeah um mr deeds well, we get another chorus. Dirty deeds done, Dirty. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it every time because well, you know, fuck this. Um, then we get a guitar solo. What do you think about this guitar solo? I like it. Hank is <laughs> fucking young, dude. I like I mean, it. Come on, it's really good. It is very good. It's it's not anything super special, but getting Jesus to see Christ. him duck walk, getting yeah. to see him in his little little schoolboy outfit. This is I think this is the he first rips. record
0: where he's like using this. If you notice on like the first two or three records. He's using a different Marshall. Now, this guy is Mr. Marshall amp. It's not. He's like Jimi Hendrix. It's nothing but Marshall amps. But I think on the first couple, he's using like a JTM, the Plexi series, mm-hmm. and it's got that, that a little bit more of a hollow sound. But this is the first time I think he's using the super leads, which is more like what we've come to know from like you know uh, uh, "Shook Me All Night Long" and stuff like
1: that. It's the, both of them are great sounds. This section of, of this are. podcast is specifically for Mike Cosden and maybe two other people. <laughs> right. But
0: um, uh, but yeah, but it's it doesn't matter. He's it, we're, Listen, we're not coming out here to hear Al Miola. We're listening and we're watching. It's about a live show. It's fucking Angus Young. Yeah, it's fine. There's it's nothing sp- fantastic or spectacular about it. But if you're sitting there drinking fucking beer,
1: partying, it sounds great. Yeah, it's I mean, what it's, it's supposed to it's do. A, it's a great solo. Yeah, it's what it's supposed to do. It it is it is very good for what it is. Yeah. Now then we get the third verse and let's just go ahead and and one of these things is not like the other. One of these things just doesn't belong. Yeah, and this is it. And uh, I mean, holy shit, we just really <laughs> ratcheted <it> up here. <laughs> this
0: third <laughs> verse is just fucking wild. This is the squirrel in the evolutionary chart of man.
1: Yeah, and then the, the bridge afterward. We'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. So the third verse. If you got a lady and you want her gone, but you ain't got the guts, she keeps nagging at you night and day enough to drive you nuts. Pick up the phone. Leave her alone. It's time you made a stand. For a fee, I'm happy to be
0: backdoor man. I made so much more of this if you want her gone, you have to call this guy in order to do it as opposed to just throwing all her shit on the lawn. I mean, it, you know, it, why do you have to get so creative in leaving leaving somebody? I mean, I understand that it's Bond Scott and that he's going to do things big and dramatic and crazy. But for the for the average person, why in the hell do you have to why do you have to take that extra step of calling somebody? To get a woman
1: gone. Yeah. I mean Well you ain't got the guts. Uh, is what he says. Yeah. Now I'll be your backdoor man. Now let me just say that this is what the Wikipedia or not the Wikipedia, this is what the genius article says about this line. If you find that your wife is annoying you and you want her dead, but you can't do it yourself, Jesus. give the narrator a call. For a small price, he will kill her with no questions asked. Now, it says after that, curiously, backdoor man is generally the phrase for someone who secretly has sex with one's wife. As with the Willie Dixon song Backdoor Man, recorded by Howlin' Wolf in 1960 and referenced in two different Led Zeppelin songs, Whole of Love. And since I've been loving you. Have you ever heard the Howlin' Wolf version of that song? I have not. There is no fucking
0: more awesome, dark, old blues song. It's it's on a tape that... Uh, when I was a kid, I bought it when I was 12 because I saw Crossroads, mm-hmm. and I was like, I went to go buy the Robert Johnson King of the Delta Blues record at the record bar in, uh, it, this was like 1986, and I went there, and they didn't have it. The guy there behind the counter said, we don't have it, we can order it for you, for you, but you need to walk out of here with this today, Howlin' Wolf's Greatest Sides. It is fucking fantastic. You need to listen to it, Mark. Is this the, um, the, the original The Doors song? Backdoor man, it, it he is he is doing a shit imitation of Howling Wolf. Right, right, okay, but that, it, but, but it's the same song. Okay, okay, yes, that's what I was asking. And cause... their version, that Doors version, sucks. You gotta <laughs> listen to the Howling
1: Wolf okay. version. It's Jesus, so I fucking will. good. It is so good. Um, so my question to you is this. Well, I don't even know if I want to get to it yet. No, please. Well, I well, mean, I, I mean it's kind of hard to it's kind of no no hold on let's let's get to the bridge first really because i think we need to get to the bridge before we talk about
0: before we address this all three is what you're saying i think i get what you're coming at because i thought the same thing
1: we got we got the first verse dear listener where it's your your the closest that we have to what I think eventually ends up being the dirty deeds, Mm -hmm. okay? Which is the headmaster probably trying to get you to, like, sleep with them to let you pass. Give me a call. Yeah. I lead a life of crime. It involves sexual leverage. Verse two. Yes, thank you. The Good way to put it. Verse Mm -hmm. two, your significant other, your boyfriend, is cheating on you with your best friend. Give me a call. We'll have ourselves a ball. Same thing. The third verse, you just, you're sick of your wife. And so give me a call and I'll be your backdoor man. Okay. Which implies. So the the second and third, I think we can kind of imply that he may be saying with backdoor man and we'll have ourselves a ball that maybe what he's saying is I'll have sex with her. Revenge sex. I will have sex with, with you so you forget about your boyfriend in the second verse. I'll have sex with your wife to... I don't really fully understand why he's going to be the backdoor man. Maybe, you know, possibly it would be to lure her away from the the boyfriend or husband. I was going to say possibly it could be that then the boyfriend or husband can be like, You're cheating on me. How dare you? Right. Now I have a reason to break up with you. However, we get the bridge. Yeah. After the chorus. Totally. And here are the the words to the bridge concrete shoes cyanide tnt done dirt dirt cheap cheap. neckties contracts
0: high voltage
1: voltage, done dirt cheap and then we get yeah dirty dudes do anything you want me to which
0: is maybe the coolest sounding line in the whole song when he does that do anything you want me to that is rock
1: and roll right there yeah um and then uh we just have a chorus that basically, and then ends with "Done Dirt sheep. Yeah which is actually apparently Angus Young. No, really. Yes, oh, doing wow. doing a Bond Scott impression. I'm guessing. Wow. Now, my question here. Well, first, I want to mention that no, two, two of these two of these things, yeah. TNT and High Voltage, are both references <laughs> to ACDC dc records and records. records yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think that's kind of neat, right? Um. So basically, kind of what he's getting at at the end is, I kill people. I'm a murderer. <laughs> exactly. Now that's what he's that's what
0: he's driving at. I mean, you don't, you know, you don't. Let me put it to you this way, Mark. You don't bring cyanide and concrete shoes to bed. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he could have been like concrete shoes. I mean, a necktie dildos. <laughs> <laughs> High voltage. Ben
1: balls <laughs> Anal plugs. Bear traps. I mean, he, he mentions nothing about any kind of like, I mean, oh, I guess maybe he's just one of those guys that's like, we don't need sex toys. It turns into a Frank Zappa song. <laughs> but I mean, uh, so my question here is, what exactly does he do? So... I, I, I can understand him killing the headmaster. Sort of, and when I say understand. It, but it's even inferred that it could just be sleeping. I mean, it, you, it could be. You think he's going to sleep with the headmaster? He
0: does not definitively say, I'm well, killing the Well, he says, I lead a life of
1: crime. Right. Uh, I mean, as to where the other ones will have ourselves a ball and I'll be her backdoor man. Right both are heavily inferring maybe the, the, the headmaster or is into boys i well i mean you know? maybe maybe bond scott was a bisexual killer maybe maybe but i kind of doubt it what... but i mean at the end of the day even if he was talking about sex with all three of them then why is he talking about cyanide uh, absolutely high voltage i mean <laughs> in keeping with bond <laughs> just That really got me.
0: Um, In Bon Scott tradition of just, you know, ratcheting it up another level, you know, we go from, you know, sexual, not really deviancy, but sexual
1: power plays to flat out murder. Here is the Wikipedia article. The song's narrator, a hitman, invites people experiencing problems to either call his phone number or visit him at his home, at which point he will perform assorted unsavory (gasps) and violent acts to resolve said problems. Situations in which he offers assistance include those involving lewd high school headmasters and significant others who are either adulterous or who persistently find fault with their partners. As detailed by the song, the dirty deeds performed at low cost include, but are not limited to, concrete shoes, cyanide, TNT, neckties, contracts, which is not really a dirty deed. <laughs> it's also kind of a strange thing to throw in there. Is he's like...
0: foreshadowing about the litigation that's coming. That's what he's yeah. doing. Yeah.
1: And high voltage. Uh, two of the services offered share names with ACDC's first two Australian albums, TNT and high voltage. As we mentioned, mm-hmm. they're also the names of songs that appeared on Australians, TNT, Australia's TNT and the international version of high voltage. Um something's not adding up here. No, it's, it's, it's definitely odd. Yeah. I mean,
0: there is a beauty to this mystery though, Mark. Tell me about it. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it, it, you're supposed to be, uh, it, it's, it's I mean, rock and roll is supposed to be somewhat it's open-ended and leave you with questions and wondering, you know, you're supposed to walk away from a rock show wet, sticky, and confused, especially
1: when Bon Scott's involved, you know? So well, I'm at least two of those things. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I I just think that it's interesting that even the Wikipedia article says that he is willing to perform un- assorted unsavory and violent acts to resolve said problems. And though he does talk about that, I don't feel like we really get that at the end of the verses. The o- only the first verse, I would argue, where he says, I lead a life of crime. Right. Can we kind of be like, OK, this this guy who's a teacher is taking advantage of probably an underage mm-hmm. woman. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, I I would say that that person is the most worthy of being killed. Via high voltage or TNT. Also, what a messy way to kill somebody. (laughs) Or cyanide. Yeah. I mean, none of these are just like a gunshot to the head. A necktie. I love how he doesn't
0: elaborate on a necktie. He just shows up and chokes you with a a necktie. I know he's inferring a Colombian necktie. Well, I mean, you know, know, I was
1: going to say, I mean, you know, for the, not to play Clue here, but, uh, you know, the headmaster would be a perfect person to just take that necktie whip it around oh yeah and 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 hang them mm-hmm. um you know who would get the other ways of killing i don't know but definitely i think a strange thing that uh i that these people that he says we'll have ourselves a ball and uh i'll be her backdoor man uh maybe he maybe he says that maybe he plans on killing them after he has sex with them oh man don't know that's,
0: uh, that's terrible
1: Maybe we have a Michael Hutchins That's situation. Horrible. No, man. No,
0: please.
1: Okay, we'll just An go back to this for a second. An ironic Cheap! David Carradine!
0: I'm sorry, I'm so, I didn't say it. I, Mark, I love yes. how the Wikipedia guys really did their work on this song. At one point they say, it features a backing vocal consisting, consisting of a heavy breathing sound <laughs> mm-hmm. made on the downbeat verses. Mark, I didn't notice that before
1: this was pointed out to me. <laughs> Boy, they really, really looked deep into this song, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: it is. Yeah, they also give you some information about the full length recording that has the title of the song chanted four times. Wow. Starting at three minutes and nine seconds. Uh, who gives a shit? Yeah. Uh, so I, I, you know, I don't. I still don't really fully know what we're dealing with. I mean, I'd say he's more horny deeds done dirt cheap i also don't know that saying done dirt cheap is something that you want to advertise i I, you know there was a a common question that i would ask my friends once upon a time and i'll ask it of you now okay and i'll explain the reason that i'm asking it what is the least amount you'd pay and this is if you weren't with jen Okay. okay what is the least amount you'd pay for a blowjob least yes If you were going to a a sex worker. That's, boy, that's that's unusual. That's an unusual question. The least? Now, the reason I'm asking, the original version of this question was, what's the least amount you'd pay for a steak when you go out? Okay. Because I don't want a $5 steak. I don't, yeah. I'm worried, right? I'm worried about paying $5 for a steak. $15, I think, might be kind of my floor.
0: Mark, this is, see, this is kind of a double-edged sword because... You know, I don't. You're right. I don't want to like you know undercut it and think, oh God, a five dollar blowjob is going to be terrible. Five dollar blowjob. I'm kind of scared of what's going to Well, you I, know? but I'm saying,
1: like this, one I'm saying, paying for. Of course, I've been right. in relationships and had like you know one offs, whatever. Right. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, if okay. you're going to someone who is selling blowjobs, yes, then the blow. You know, founder. I don't want a ten dollar blowjob. I don't think. No, I don't think I do. Either. I'm. I'm a little bit sketched Maybe out. Fifty. I think fifty is around where yeah. I'm at. Yeah. I think fifties. I guess. And I mean, a lot of people will jump and and be like, "Well, zero. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, I might I might just be a little bit more suspicious. Yeah. Of a zero dollar blowjob. Right. You know, because at somewhere there's a fulcrum where safety and and and, <laughs> and, and everything meet and teeth and come so into play. <laughs> when a guy says, I, "I kill people for very cheap." I'm kind of like, hmm, I don't know if I want this person to be killed cheap, because that means that... You could get caught, and then it'll lead back to me. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. exactly. yeah. Yeah, you might be a little bit messy. This, you know, yeah. you're, you're desperate. Oh, yes. Yeah, and he's... desperate people make the you're, bad decisions. You decision. make a good
0: point. He's introducing all this evidence into the world, yeah, you know? I mean, he's just he... like, call he's he, got here's my card. phone number,
1: call me up. Here's exactly. my card. Yeah, you know, go the, ahead. The police can shit? just
0: look at this. Well, okay, here. We'll just call this number. <laughs> oh, well, nobody answered? We'll track it. That's fine. They show up there. Oh, what's all these- Three, uh, six, two, four, three, six. Hello? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want you to kill my wife.
1: All right. What's
0: with all these cyanide and concrete <laughs> shoes? And why does this guy have a huge collection
1: of neckties? What's up with all these contracts? <laughs> <laughs> with all these names? Yeah, the fact that he has contracts uh, uh, But, you know, you're sitting people.
0: here and you're saying, I'm questioning why, Mark. It's Bon Scott.
1: Mm. he's not a man of answers mm-hmm. he's a man of action and he's a man of partying yeah he is it's, I mean
0: the guy killed himself from alcohol poisoning
1: what do they say it's better to ask forgiveness than ask permission <laughs> no, <laughs> sometimes I mean, it's that, just <laughs> that's probably tattooed somewhere on him yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, he's I mean he he really did set the standard for hard partying and just listen to you know what did I listen to uh, what's that great song uh, well I
1: don't I mean, like, I mean there are some hard partiers V8 engine bands before tattoos, him. tattoos you
0: know he is a, he is a bad bad boy and oh, yeah. uh and there's no getting around it and well, probably yeah. a fucking blast you know oh, i I'm mean sure. To ha- i mean there's no doubt
1: the apparently there was this song let's just, hold on let me just cause you're saying setting the precedent the for hard rockers yeah, 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 yeah. i mean we had keith moon we had wow. you know we had uh led zeppelin like yeah. all of them uh, i think john it was bonham. uh john mm-hmm. bonham the morning he died i think i read that he had like six quintuple shots of vodka that morning for breakfast. Wow. I mean, this guy wow. was drinking vodka by the glass. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In the morning. Yeah. Keith Moon Like, he got,
0: cool. like, eggs and bacon. He did brandy and, like, woke up and did, like, half a bottle
1: of brandy to keep from shaking for the right. rest of the yeah. day. That's pretty. So, I mean, right. like, I don't know if Bon Scott is uh, really setting the standard before some of these other people, but... He is definitely one of them. And like I said, I mean, they're just, I know that there's are stereotypes, he but. He just
0: had all that personality. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the for dude sure. played bagpipes. He played bagpipes. Hell
1: yeah. I mean, that's pretty fucking cool, in it, my very opinion. Very bad. I
0: mean, and. And, uh, you know, he just, when you saw him, when you saw him, there's that great video of him playing in the Pippi Longstocking outfit, yes. you know, you know that the guy was a party,
1: man. He was Mr. Lampshade. He was a fucking blast. He was a good time. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I there's, mean, a, there's a song... Keith Moon was nuts. A lot of these people were crazy. <laughs> yes. Probably also, you know, awesome and nice and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But Bon Scott and Australians in general just seem to be such a good time. Like Irish people. When I went to yeah. Dublin... The people that I met in fucking Dublin were the coolest fucking people in the world. Belfast, same thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh creep factor.
0: It, God damn it's pretty fucking creepy. See, I'm I had this I, I listened to last week's episode okay. and I had this problem because I just loved the damn song so much and I didn't mm. want to give it a creep factor. Yeah. I should have at the end there I went 7, which is what I should have gone with because and I just gave it up because I didn't want to think about it cuz I loved the damn song so much. I still love this song, but I can think about it. Mark, this is some creepy ass shit. <laughs> this is this is also incredibly dumb, which lowers it a little bit fucking killing. You, you know, it's 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 uh it's I know, but like we said, he leaves behind a trail of evidence, and it's just supposed to be a dumb song, but it doesn't take away from the fact that you probably wouldn't want to leave this guy alone with women that you love. Um, you know, um uh, it's still it's still up there. Uh I'm going to give it a solid 6
1: point. I'm going to give it a 7.2. Yeah, that's a, a good number. Yeah. Um. I mean, when you're talking about openly killing people and, I, you know, look, I want to come right out. If there's a, if there's a question anywhere in the world, lyrics to go does not promote any of these things. No, we do not promote a headmaster trying to have sex with a student to get him through school. We don't promote. Murder. Cheating on your significant other and we don't promote trying to kill your wife because you're sick of her nagging we don't promote any of that stuff i also don't really promote killing people because some of this stuff um you know i think should i think you know do i think people should be locked up etc sure mark absolutely i do promote neckties i like neckties well yeah a yeah, necktie you know. every once in a while yeah. and you know what and 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 to be honest with you seth can i be frank with you be frank in the correct place frank? i do promote contracts yeah. I think they can be a very good There's idea. There's a place in this world for contracts. Um just listing off a way in which you kill people almost haphazardly at the end of a song when it sounds like you're just trying to fuck women, uh is a little creepy. Um I'll give it a um I'll give it I'll give it a very apt six point nine. Oh, okay. I'm gonna no, give I it a six point nine. Higher, but yeah, it's fine. It's because sixty nine and I think if any <laughs> if any band deserves a sixty nine it's fucking ACT. Could I have
0: given it a 362436, Mark? <laughs> Could I have given it? Is it possible to go back and change my what's score?
1: 36 plus 24? I don't know. 36. I, I don't, I don't I'm, know. I'm bad that. at math. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's 666, Ooh, Isn't boy. it? 36, 24. No. 56. I don't know. But I'm worse at math. I'm, so. Yeah, it's embarrassing. And I'm embarrassing myself and I'm going to stop. Um, so that is it. Uh, that is it. And a story. <laughs> <laughs> he does apparently. I was told
0: that he uh, that there's a song out there. It, there, well, I mean, I know the song. We were supposed to play it back in Strip Club Mom's days called "Ride On," um, and apparently, mm. it was the last song he ever played. And the the final words to the song go, "I'm never gonna die," and it's Oops. really great. It's a really good song. It 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 pretty much sums up his life. But it's not a hard rocking song. It's very slow. It's a slow burner, and. Uh, Maybe just check that song out. It's pretty cool. I was told that, it, I, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I was told it was the last song he sang, and then the next morning he was found dead. Damn. So, but yeah, um, it's a really good song. Really great life, really interesting person,
1: um, really weird fucking song. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I'm sure this is not the last time we have talked about ACDC. No. I'm sure no, we will at some point get into a very out. horny uh <laughs> probably a very highly rated <laughs> song that may even beat this one. Uh next up we are going to talk about a song that has kind of been popping up in a couple of videos uh, there's one comedian in particular that talks about this and we've been talking about doing it for a little bit. We're going to do a song by the band Fountains of Wayne called Stacy's Mom. Oh wow, we've brought this up a long long mm-hmm. time ago. This has been on the list for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to we're going to we're going to dust that bad boy off. Ah, uh, the singer, Fountains of Wayne, unfortunately died of, of COVID, him. which is having a little bit of a respike here in Florida, especially. So, make sure you're staying safe out there. Uh, but we will get together uh, and we will talk about the Fountains of Wayne song, "Stacy's Mom." So go ahead and listen to that, Seth. Anything you want to say before we close up shop here today?
0: I ain't never gonna die.
1: Mm, I don't know about that. Go ahead and listen to Fountains of Wayne, "Stacy's Mom," and we'll be back next Monday with yet more. Lyrics to go.
0: Somewhere between my mouth and your ears. Some words got lost. The idea wandered off.
1: Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics2gopod to at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week.